In this week's Parsha, Parsha Nitzavim, Hashem makes a covenant with us to choose good over evil and calls upon the heavens and the earth to bear witness against the covenant. So Rashi quotes Sifri to explain the choice of witnesses. He says, just like the heavens never stops, never changes its conduct, right? And the sun never stops rising and setting, so too we Jews should never change from our service to Hashem. And just like the land and the earth never stops producing, growing food for us, so too we should never stop in our service to our Creator. However, this, this explanation is kind of problematic, right? The heavens and the earth don't have free will. They, can, they just do what they're commanded, and that's it. They aren't subject to like, the, the tests and trials of the Yetzirah. No, they just, Hashem commanded, you're gonna, the sun's going to rise, the land's going to give the produce, and that's it. It doesn't like choose what to do. However, we have free will, right? And we're, we're attacked every day by Yetzirah to stray from Hashem's Torah. So we have to ask, like, what's, the, what's the basis of such a comparison between the Jewish people and the heavens and the earth? We're fundamentally different. Like, we have free will. We're, we're subject to tests. The, the heavens and earth aren't. So the Shem Mishmuel explains that this is precisely what we have to learn from the heavens and earth. We have to learn this concept of having no free will. We have to act like we simply don't have a choice. That we either do Hashem's will or it's over. There's no alternative. That's the idea we have to learn. However, the question still remains. Everyone knows that at the time that we're, be, we're being tested by the Yetzirah, it's like as if it's, it's the biggest test of our lives. It's like almost as if the Yetzirah Tov doesn't exist. Like, how are we expected to reach such a level of like having no free will, like the heavens and the earth, and to serve Hashem under these circumstances? I mean, still, although we have to learn this concept, how are we going to reach that ideal? It feels almost impossible. So we can begin to answer by quoting a Gemara from Mesechat Sukkah. The Gemara says, Rabbi Shimon ben Akish says, A person's evil inclination attacks him every day and attempts to cause him death. If not for the fact that Hashem helps him, a person would not be able to overcome his desires. So here we see that without Hashem's help, we would fall into sin without ever having the chance to, to stand against the Yetzirah, right? So it says Hashem helps us in all our tests, and that's the only reason we're ever able to overcome the Yetzirah. However, we could take this even a step further, right? It's not that Hashem merely gives us aid against the Yetzirah. The Nefesh HaChaim explains that our souls are made up of several parts. We have the lower parts, which is like the Nefesh and the Ruach, and the holiest part of our Neshama, uh, the holiest part of our soul is called the Neshama. And that's an actual part of the essence of Hashem Himself, as it were. So when we do a sin, we can only cause damage to those lower parts, the nefesh and the ruach. However, our neshama, the highest part, is untouchable. It stays just as pure and holy as when we first got it, and it remains strongly bound to Hashem, no matter how deep we could we fall in sin. And so this explains how we're expected to serve Hashem, like as if we had no other choice, like as if we had no no like free will. Our deep bond to Hashem from our neshama is who we really are, because that's the only part that's never been affected by sin, right? By definition, when we do a sin, it changes us, and we get thrown off from who who we really are. All our sins that are desires and habits they're like merely like a, a costume that we wear it's not who we really are it's like an external mask on top of us so when so we have to understand that our neshama which is our true person it's, it's who we really are because it's never been affected by anything that's like the heavens and the earth because that's it all it desires is to do Hashem's will as if it had no other choice and so I like to suggest that this is the key to find the Yetzirah. Like next, next time that we have a test or we, we realize we have the urge to sin, the urge to speak Lashon the urge to steal or to lie or to whatever it is, we have to realize that it's not who we truly are. These, these desires, it's, it's not us. We, we aren't someone who wants to do these sins. That's not who we are. It's merely an external mask that we're being forced into by the Yetzirah. In that moment of struggle, we need to internalize that we literally contain a part of Hashem. We want to do His will. That's who we are. We want to do it to the point that like, it's as we have no choice. We have to understand that that's our 
our true essence. And that all these desires to do one way or the other, it's an external essence that's been put upon us. And so I think we could take this idea to learn another whole fundamental lesson. And that's to judge others favorably. Right? We know that all our fellow Jews are pure. And we, now we understand that all our fellow Jews are pure and constantly attached to Hashem through their neshama, the holiest part of their souls. And so the mistakes they make and the sins they do and the flaws they have are merely external cover-ups of the holy people that they really are. And so we have to be able to see that in everyone and treat everyone with the utmost respect. Because we have to understand that deep down they're not uh, that such a bad person that we might perceive at first. We have to understand that everyone truly, truly in their, their, their core essence is someone who wants to do Hashem's will. And so therefore I'd like to give everyone a bracha to always be able to overcome our Yetzirah and to serve Hashem in the way that we are meant to. May we all be zochay to tap into that connection to Hashem through our neshama and to make it our first nature to prefer Hashem's will every moment of our lives. Shabbat Shalom and have a Shana Tovah Matukah.